Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. Hey, everybody. Uh, we uh, apologize for the delay this morning. We, we still haven't been able to, to get our system operational. But uh, so we're having to kind of go around some things, but so awesome today uh, to be able to uh, come here this morning and uh, do this uh, live feed through through the church. And I appreciate uh, all the guys, Brother Robert Hood, Brother Jimbo Ashcraft, and Sister Melissa Ashcraft uh, for coming in and, and helping me today. And so we're doing it, doing it through the phone system, so it's a little bit different. But anyway, we're so glad uh, that you're joining us today. See so many people uh, uh, that are joining us, and thank you so much for coming on and, and being a part of of this today. Uh, as you, as we've said before, this is definitely um, out of out of my comfort zone, but but God's blessing, and we're going to get through it, and we're going to uh, come out on the other side better than we was. I just want to make just a few announcements this morning. Uh, before we go into the message, uh, just to kind of keep you abreast of some things that are going on. First of all, I want to say happy birthday to my oldest daughter, Amber Purvis. Uh, happy birthday, baby, and I hope you have a great day today. And uh, also, I, I want to encourage you um, to uh, think about three people that are not in your circle uh, that um, you can get their phone numbers, give them a call, uh, and check on them and, and just make sure that they're doing good. Just encourage them. Let them know you're thinking about them. Uh, that way we can cover the whole, uh, whole body of believers here at McCullough Christian Center. And um, so we want to keep people uh, in the knowing that we're thinking about them and that we are concerned about them. So it's important that those lines of communication uh, stay open. And so if you can do that, uh, and I'm just saying three, you might be able to do more than that, and that would be great if you can do that. So uh, also, I want to mention uh, something else. Uh, I believe that, uh, that the situation that we're facing uh, now as a nation and as a world, uh, especially uh, in our nation, uh, we've been looking at maybe two weeks uh, to be uh, out of commission as far as being able to come together as a body uh, and on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights, but I really feel like that, uh, that it's probably going to be uh, more than that. Uh, it's probably, I'm, I'm probably expecting maybe to, uh, at least through April 5th, uh, which is on a Sunday, that we'll, we're probably going to not be able to gather. So in that, uh, I was praying about it, and, and I'm just saying the possibility. I'm not saying that this is fact, but it's a possibility that uh, this, what we're seeing in California and, and New York City and the big, bigger uh, populated areas is just going to kind of drift down uh, into our area, not on the scale perhaps that it is there, but 
uh, it'll still affect us in a way that, that we'll still be encouraged to keep our distance and stay out of big crowds of people. So as a body of believers, I think it's important for us uh, to go ahead and make plans uh, and to uh, get some things set in motion that we can help our community and be a blessing to our community. And one of the things that, that we're uh, looking at doing is to be able to set up uh, to be able to provide uh, meals or something like that to our community. Uh, many people, a lot of people, uh, live from paycheck to paycheck, and it uh, doesn't matter the stimulus that uh, the government's going to give, uh, people are still going to have needs, and, and so it's going to be a great opportunity for us to use the facilities that we have to be a blessing. So having said that, uh, it's important that you uh, and all of us uh, continue our giving and our support to uh, your local church uh, because that will allow them, will allow us to reach out and, and really be a blessing to our community. So I want to just give you, we've got uh, multiple ways here at McCullough Christian Center that you can give uh, and support uh, what we're looking at doing in the next few weeks. One of those ways is you can uh, give through our website which is www.purposemcc.com. Uh, also, you can give through our church app that we have. Uh, if you're not aware of that, you can go to the app store uh, and type in McCullough Christian Center, and that app will come up. You can download it, and it'll also give you opportunity to listen to all of our podcasts. Uh, this, this morning, we'll also go out on podcast. Uh, and also, you can give by mail. Uh, you can mail our address is 240 Boonville Road, Atmore, Alabama, 36502. Uh, so there are multiple ways that you can give uh, in order to support the ministry and keep us uh, with the ability to reach out to our community. And uh, coming up Tuesday, uh, Tuesday evening at 6 p.m., uh, we'll be uh, talking more about this, and I'll be uh, coming back on and uh, letting you know more about it and ways that we can help and uh, better serve our community. Uh, I just want you to know, guys, that uh, be encouraged. Be strong. I, I was thinking this morning, uh, the Word of God today is going out over the airwaves and permeating the atmosphere of this nation today like never before in the history of this nation. No other time in the history of this nation has the Word of God gone out like it's going out today. And I'm sure that there are many people that have battled through some things just like we have uh, to get it out, but it's going out. And just think about it's covering it's covering areas today that, that have never been covered. And there are more people that are sitting at home today that are listening, tuning in to Facebook, that are listening uh, than ever before. So uh, God is up to something. God is doing some things, and, and we're excited about it. This is not a time to be worried and stressed out, but it's a time, uh, men and women of God, to rejoice and just thank God for what he's doing and the lives that are being touched. Uh, through uh, this very difficult and stressful situation that we're facing. So 
Anyway, I just wanted to share those things with you. And again, we're so glad uh, that you have joined us this morning on this Facebook Live coming to you from McCullough Christian Center uh, and uh, looking out over the sanctuary this morning at the empty seats. Got one individual sitting back watching me this morning, and that's Brother Jimbo, and he's my amen corner. Brother Robert's back in the sound system, and they're providing the amens, and every time you give me a thumbs up, uh, that's a good handshake and a good amen, and when you throw some of those hearts at me, you're just letting me know that you're, you're catching it, and that's a neck hug for me. And uh, we're just going to preach this morning. I, I just want to share this word with you, with you uh, that actually I got up this morning with a, something else that I was going to do. And the Holy Spirit just kind of changed the direction. Uh, it's a little bit different, but I just want to share with you this morning uh, about that word. So uh, let's, let's just open up with prayer this morning. Father, we love you today. We're thankful, God, for this opportunity that we have this morning. God, you are all-knowing, you're all-seeing, and you're all-powerful. God, nothing that's going on in our world today has surprised you. Uh, Father, you have, uh, you have all knowledge. And so, Father, today, God, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you today for what you're doing through uh, uh, so many other churches, so many other ministries today that are on Facebook, that are doing live broadcasts. And we just thank you that your word, is going out in such a powerful way. So bless today. Bless those that are watching and those that are going to watch. Speak to them and minister to them today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Listen, there was a story uh, that uh, perhaps you've heard, but I want to just kind of uh, give it to you this morning to uh, open the door for what I want to talk about. But it's the story of a young man uh, back uh, at the beginning of World War II, this young man had a uh, speech impairment, uh, and uh, he went to the recruiting station uh, during when the war first began, and he wanted to join up. He wanted to do his part in the Army to fight, and uh, when he got there and he began to fill out all the information the recruiter looked at him and said, because of your speech impairment, uh, we'll not be able to accept you into the Army. So the young man got up, and he was, he was just uh, discouraged, dejected, and just felt so bad, and went back home and uh, told his, his parents, his mom and dad, he said, you know, I, I, I tried, but, but they told me because I had uh, a speech problem that, that they couldn't use me now. And so, uh, anyway, it went on for, for several weeks, and the war intensified, the battle intensified. And, uh, and so he decided, he said, you know what, I'm going to go back and try again. And so the story goes that he went back to the recruiter, the same one that he had talked to earlier, and filled out the paperwork, and, and they accepted him. They accepted him into the Army. And so he was able to join the army and join the fight uh, for, with our nation. And, and so he, he ran back home, and he was so excited. And he told his dad, he said, Dad, he said, uh, uh, they, they have accepted me uh, into the army. And his dad said, well, what's the difference? Uh, why 
did they reject you first and this time they accepted you? And, and he made this statement. He said, well, he said uh, they have reached a point in the battle that they no longer need good talkers. They, they have reached a point now that they need fighters. And that's where we are, guys. We're in a place today. We don't need good speeches. We don't need good uh, orators and all of that. We need men and women that, are, that will stand up and begin to fight, begin to battle, uh, battle for your family, battle for your children, battle for your community. Uh, this is a war, and we're in a warfare, a spiritual warfare. Uh, uh, President Trump has made the statement several times that the battle that we're fighting against this virus is a silent uh, uh, this is a silent in enemy that we're not able to see it. We're not able to put our hands on it. But it's the time for the Christians, the men and women of God, to stand up uh, and, and begin to listen. I believe what God is doing is, is he's getting us out of our uh, comfort zones and getting us into places that, that we're not familiar with, where we'll have to totally depend on him and trust him that he's going to give us the ability to do what needs to be done. It's, listen, this is bigger than you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is bigger than, than I am. This is about the kingdom of God, and I believe that, that God is wanting to use this to do a great work in this nation. So with that, I want to read you a scripture out of the book of Matthew chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. And this is a very uh, a passage of scripture that that we don't usually talk about a lot, but I believe God's got a word in it for us. And it says this, that, that at that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the corn, and his disciples were hungry and began to pluck the ears of corn and eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Behold, your disciples are doing that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath day. But in verse 3, he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry and they that were with him, and how he entered into the house of God and did eat the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priest? So I, I read that this morning, and the Holy Spirit just began to deal with me of this. That Jesus and his disciples were walking that, that, that day, and they were going through uh, undoubtedly a cornfield, and the disciples began to pluck corn because they were hungry, and they began to eat the corn. But the Bible says that the Pharisees uh, saw them and uh, began to uh, upbraid or began to tell Jesus that what they were doing was not lawful uh, to do on the Sabbath day. In other words, they needed to stop what they were doing because it didn't uh, line up with the, the rituals and the legalistic ideas of the Pharisees. But, but Jesus made a statement, and he said, uh, Don't you remember or have you not read what David did uh, when he was hungry? And, uh, and he's referring to the story of David in 1 Samuel chapter 21. And I'm going to read that in just a minute. But Jesus was referring to this story of David because David was on the run from Saul. 
Uh, Saul was pursuing David, trying to uh, take his life. The reason that he was trying to take his life was the fact that, that Saul was trying to stop David because I believe that Saul knew that David had been anointed by God and he was trying to stop David from becoming the king over the nation of Israel. And so as a result, he was pursuing David, trying to take his life. And uh, so Jesus referred back to that story. And so I want to take us back to this story because I really believe this morning that there's some things in this story that God's wanting to speak to us as a body of believers. Uh, let's read this uh, passage of Scripture in 1 Samuel chapter 21 and verse 8. And remember, I just read from Matthew chapter 12 and verse 1 through uh, 4. And I'm going to read now from 1 Samuel chapter 21, beginning with verse 8. I'm, I'm repeating these scriptures because I want you to study these scriptures because God will reveal things that I don't have the time to say this morning. So in 1 Samuel chapter 21 and verse 8, the Bible says that David said to Ahimelech, now I'm, uh, just kind of update you here, David is running. He's, on, he's, he's fleeing from Saul, and so he comes uh, to the priest, uh, and uh, he goes to the temple. He goes to the house of God, and he said to Ahimelech, And is there not here under your hand spear or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. I like that. The king's business required haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If thou wilt take it, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, There is none like that. Give it to me. Now if you was to read in 1 Samuel 21, beginning with verse 1, You'll also see where David uh, took of the bread, the showbread, from the, from the temple. He not only ate it, but he gave his men some of this bread. That's what Jesus was referring to in Matthew 12 and verse 3 when he uh, looked at the Pharisees and says, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry? And uh, according to the law, according to the traditions, and the standards of at that time, David was breaking the law. But here's what Holy Spirit began to deal with me about. And it goes back to the story that I, I told you about at the beginning of the message. I believe that what God is doing in this hour is he is getting us out of our rituals, getting us out of our routines, getting us out of this mindset that this is the way we've done it for years and we're not going to change now. I believe that God is, is uh, rooting around the roots of men and women of God, of pastors, of churches, and getting us to recognize that we've got to get out of those routines and that he is wanting to do something great uh, as a result of that. The thing with David was that David uh, was there that day and he was facing the battle of his life. Uh, God had anointed him king. David had a destiny to be the king of the nation of Israel, but he had an enemy whose name was Saul 
that was willing to do anything to go to any extent to stop what God was wanting to do. But listen, when God ordains something, when God uh, sets something in motion, the enemy will never be able to stop it. And I want you to know this morning that the enemy's not going to stop what God wants to do in this nation. And I believe revival is on its way. I believe the Holy Spirit is going to move throughout this nation in a way that we've not seen before, even uh, in a way that we didn't see uh, at 9-11 uh, years ago. I believe God is, is waking people up. But I want you to notice about this passage that I just read, the sword of Goliath. The sword of Goliath to David was a representation it was a symbol of God's divine favor from the past on David to be able to bring deliverance to the nation of Israel. Remember that. The sword of Goliath was something, it represented a victory that David had seen God work through him uh, months ago, months earlier. It was a symbol to David of what God would do when he was not able to do anything or when people were not able to do anything, the, 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 the sword of Goliath was a symbol of God's favor. It was a stimulator for David's faith. When David heard of the sword of Goliath, it automatically reminded him of a battle that he had won, of a victory that he had achieved through God several months ago. And, and so David's, I believe that when David heard that the sword of Goliath was there, I believe his heart leapt, and I believe his faith was encouraged and increased. Listen, it was a statement to David of how God could take him, who was the least likely to win in that battle, and give him victory over one who was least likely to lose. Let me say that again. The sword of Goliath to David represented to him that God could take one who was least likely to win the battle, one who was least prepared to win the battle, one that everybody else would have looked at and said, you will never be able to do this. You will never be able to get victory over this giant. But when David had that sword of Goliath in his hand, it represented to him that, that God could take even those that were least likely, least prepared, least equipped, least educated, and all of that, and that God could take them and give them victory over what everybody else said would be the winner, the giant. Everybody believed that the giant was going to be the victor. They believed that Goliath was going to be the winner. But God, listen, let me tell you something this morning. God is never uh, surprised by the battles that we're facing. God is never upset when things come against us. But I want you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, this morning that I believe that God is saying that it's time for us to remember that God has been gracious. He has been faithful to us. If I were to ask you this morning, how many times has God failed you in the past? Uh, I, I, 
believe this morning that most of you would say he's never failed me. He's never let me down. His grace has always come through. His mercy has always been there for me. He has already, he has always done for me above and beyond what I could expect. And listen, I believe that what God is saying today, that it's time for us to remember the giants in the past that, he, that we've been able to slay through his power and through his anointing, and that God is saying it's time to take up that sword. There were two things in this, uh, in this story. It was the bread and the sword. David ate of the bread, and David took up the sword. The, the bread is a representation of the Word of God. It was there in the temple. It was, it was brought in every Sabbath day. Uh, fresh bread was brought in. David went and took that, that bread and gave it. He ate it himself, and he gave it to those that were with him. It refreshed them. It renewed them. It renewed their strength. It renewed their vitality. And when you and I partake of the bread of the Word of God, it will renew us. It will strengthen us. Listen, I, I encourage you. The other day, I, we were in here in the sanctuary, and we were praying and just having a time of prayer uh, last weekend. And Holy Spirit just dealt with my heart just to get out and, and walk around the boundaries of, of this property. And so I walked outside, and, and I know it might have looked foolish to, to people, and I know that those that were going by were probably saying, what in the world is pastor doing on a Sunday evening, walking outside, walking around, making all kind of motions and all that. But you know what? God spoke to me and said, listen, go out and walk around the boundaries of this property and declare my blessings over it. And so I did that. And, and I encourage you today to recognize, the Bible says this uh, in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 17 and 18, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Listen, the Word of God is a sword. We need to, we need to pick that sword up. We need to pick up what God has done for us in the past and take it today because there's new ground that God's wanting us to cover. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, one of my favorite scriptures, says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Let me encourage you today, ladies and gentlemen, take the Word of God, begin to declare the Word of God over yourself and over your family and over your community. And listen, God is gonna, God's Word will not return to Him void. It will accomplish those things that it's sent out to do. So I encourage you today, remember what David did. David was running. He was in a, in a very stressful place, but he went back and he picked up the sword of a past victory, and he went out and he used that sword. Listen, David became the king, the greatest king ever to rule over the nation of Israel. So that's what God, I believe, is wanting to do today. There are many people that are running scared, many people that are stressed out, and, and tension is, is high and all those things, and there are a lot of unknowns, but there's one thing that we can rest on, and that is the Word of God. There are people today in our circle that do not have that hope. Listen, reach out to them. 
Declare the word of God. Don't be afraid to speak the word of God out loud and declare it this morning. We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being a part of this uh, this morning. And uh, we'll be coming back uh, again um, Tuesday uh, with, a, with some more information on, on what we're going to be doing in the future. But I'll be doing some short um, things uh, between now and then. But before we close, I want to encourage you again, remember our Psalm 55 and 17 uh, outreach that, that we're doing, uh, where David said, morning, noon, and evening will I pray and cry aloud, and I know that my God will hear me. So three times a day we're praying and we're lifting up our community and our nation, and we're declaring and decreeing that God is going to move. We're declaring, listen, I'm declaring over you, over your family, hope, peace, joy, strength. This is not a time that you're going to be discouraged. This is a time that the peace of God's going to cover your life. I'm, I'm declaring over our community. I'm declaring over churches in this area, pastors, for the blessing of God to come. I'm declaring that God's going to give us unique ways and ideas of how we can reach our community and how that we can touch other people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen, the kingdom of God is advancing, and, and this virus is not going to slow it down. It is gonna, it, all it's going to do is enhance it and make it more powerful. So we're thankful to that. Let's pray. Father, thank you this morning that your kingdom is one that cannot be moved. It cannot be shaken. It is unshakable. It is unmovable. It is unbreakable. Father, I declare over those that are listening this morning your blessing, God. I pray this morning, Holy Spirit, that you begin to empower them. Let the gifts of God begin to be stirred up in their lives. Lord, today, bless them. I pray for moms and dads, God, to, to reach out and to begin to cover their children, their families, Lord. And Father, we just declare today Lord, as Jesus, as you said in your word in Matthew 6, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not, Lord, don't let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever and ever. And everybody in agreement with that, just say amen in the name of Jesus. We love you guys. Look forward to the next time that we can come together on Facebook Live. Have a great and awesome and blessed day today. God bless.